Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we discuss and explore the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities, also referred to as the greater metro area. My name is David Steele. I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, singer, songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, a husband, a father, and my best friend for over two decades. In today's episode, we discuss 2023. We talk about our biggest lessons learned in 2023, as well as our most proud accomplishments. We also discuss some goals we have for 2024. But not only that, today is the first annual Witty Awards. That's right. Nick and I have decided on 15 categories of performance and visual arts to give awards to. The top categories this year are Performer of the Year, Favorite Local Open Mic, and Favorite Local Comic. So please watch the entire episode to see who takes home the top prize and see if you or any of your friends made the list. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and the Witty Awards as much as we did, as we greatly appreciate your time and attention. We'll do the count in. Ready? <laughs> in five, four... Three, two. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me is... Nick Campbell. We are here. Today is a special episode, because we are here to talk about the best of 2023. Woo! Yeah, dude. We're here to look back at the year and think about some things that we've accomplished and things that we learned, uh, but also looking forward to next year for sure. But even better than that, we have a new thing here on Rhythm and Wit. It's called the Witties. The Witties. <laughs> it's our awards. These are our awards that we're going to give out. End of the year awards yep. for the local performers and people we've worked with. So we made a whole list of categories. But we'll get into that. The important thing to remember <laughs> is that nobody should get jealous about these decisions because we 
are nobody. So, <laughs> so these I think are that's just gonna be our best yeah, Our favorite uh, favorite people and, and favorite places, I guess. Yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah. So but. some fun things that we're gonna throw out here for you guys just to <laughs> just to kind of mention some people that we love to see, but, yeah, see also, in the community. People deserve to be shouted out. I think that people are recognized for their accomplishments and nobody there's nothing like that here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, until now. <laughs> until now, so now with the witties. The witties next year yeah we might try to make a real statue yeah <laughs> i like that i think we will we'll maybe a championship belt <laughs> yeah that would be the shit and then they have to fight for it every year yeah. <laughs> so at the end there's only you have one to. we're doing it lively if anybody's interested <laughs> so first uh we'll definitely get into those awards at the in the meat of the show but we wanted to kick it off with um Talking about the year in review for us uh, and some, yeah, 2023 is a good year for me for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I guess we'll start it off with like, what's the most proud accomplishment that you've had this year? That I've had? My most proud accomplishment. Um, man, I know I have a little bit of recency bias, <laughs> but... Uh, I just got back from the Comedy Avenue. Hey, I want to tell you guys something I saw. Dude, Lawton, you are an industrious group of people. I swear, dude, I, when I was driving up here, I was like, where are we going? We're going to a comedy club slash tattoo place. I was like, how else? You know, you make money two ways. You know what I'm saying? That's industrious. Right next door, a bookstore slash sex shop. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> Putting two things together that don't need to be but should. You know what I'm saying? And man, it was probably one of the best sets I've had. Yeah. And just as far as I'm getting really comfortable on stage, mm -hmm. um, I'm starting not to get flustered whenever things kind of fall apart. I'm playing with the crowd more, and I I think this one I put it all together. Now it doesn't mean it's the best I've done. <laughs> you know, it's but not the best that's ever been done. Right. But I mean, but, it, but that's, that's a that's a that's the accomplishment. It's a milestone. Like, and I think it's yeah. probably for comp comedians mm -hmm. too. You have to build up on every show is like you know, hopefully better. You know, you get to a point after like a whole year of doing shows where you have one really good one that's like this a a, a culmination of all everything you learned and it comes together one night. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a good. And it pride. works out. I yeah. mean, sometimes it feels like it does feel like a lot of the time it's like you're just hoping the muse shines on you right. that night. But I've gotten to where I can be pretty consistent um as long as the crowd's there for it i mm -hmm. can make people laugh and right. and i did 18 minutes mm -hmm. i could have done more <laughs> I, I mean i made it halfway through my set yeah, and did 18 material. minutes which is pretty good that means i've got more to go so uh yeah. so it was very interesting that's, to, that's a good feeling to know feeling, that yeah. you can do that it's mm -hmm. like if you had to do a 30 minute slot you could you know confidently fill it yeah uh, it was nice yeah. feeling, yeah, for sure. But if it's quiet and nobody's laughing, I got about, <laughs> I got about ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> then it's like if it's just you, no. Yeah. So. That's, but what about yeah. you, man? What'd you do? Oh, for sure. I what think, were you most well, proud man, of? Oh man, there's been a lot of stuff this year. Honestly, I was, I'm gonna say Norm playing at Norm Music Festival with Stolen oh, Cable. Nice. Because that was like 
kind of lucky. I mean, we got in kind of in the last, not really last minute, but we got to play a red brick bar at a prime time slot. But it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know, we it felt like felt like we got in under the rate uh, under the at the last minute or something. But um, anyways, we had a great show, one of the best you know crowds that we've had as nice. a band for sure but how many that, people you think i mean that place was packed i mean norman music festival this year was just so many people out there but playing at red brick there was just people coming in and out i mean oh, <laughs> there's probably like hundreds of people that you know potentially heard us for sure i mean just that were because yeah it was just such a cool experience definitely one of my favorite experiences of the year i mean but yeah for the accomplishment of getting there and doing it and playing with these guys and not even we got into norman music festival after less than a year as a band yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, true. yeah that's really good so i mean that's a pretty good accomplishment i think for sure norman music festival was great i mean whenever Overall. i went and saw the comedy stuff mm-hmm. i never i've never seen the comedy side yeah because i usually do bands you right. know with you which i don't think they've done very maybe they have maybe i don't they know have. But I, this was so much fun to be able to see it from this mm-hmm. perspective and yeah. then also yeah. be a part of, you know, yeah. being in the community, seeing yeah, people you, that you like, like your to friends see. friends that, that were up there. And yeah. That, you know. Yeah, I remember going to that show this year. Was it the year. Sooner Theater? Yeah, I, I went to yeah. that show with you. And I didn't know, I was just kind of getting uh, introduced to a lot of those people at the time. So I'm looking forward to it next year for sure yeah <laughs> that'll be really fun to do for the comedy stuff that they yeah, do i look forward to uh <laughs> to maybe being on that show <laughs> whoever puts it together whoever puts it together no, do I you think, have to apply for I that i bet you do and the, the deadline's over oh <laughs> well be, i don't know the comedy might be different. maybe the next year it's then. probably different for comedy yeah i didn't because, see because it was musicians yeah. on the last yeah one. yeah something i don't know about. but yeah i'll have to look into it i have i never looked into it so for sure i think that was a good one i mean honestly like i mean this the runner-up for me is definitely finding this new band and meeting uh our new songwriter Haley Salthouse and astrolux and meeting her and getting to work with her and she's just an incredible songwriter and singer and putting that project together has been a little bit of a struggle just getting the pieces in place but um I'm proud of that. It's it's starting to come together. So next year, maybe that will be, you know, (laughs) definitely in the running as far as things that I've done. But that's definitely a closer runner up for me. Nice. Um, What's the biggest lesson that you've taken away from 2023? Uh, Eat better. Be Be healthier. (laughs) Uh, I think at this point in my 30s, I'm, uh, I'm starting to get to a point to where... Exactly. You gotta watch out for that. You gotta watch out for it. But <clears throat> I, uh, let me see, lessons learned as far as doing comedy. Yeah. Um, staying consistent. Yeah. Staying consistent. Consistency creates momentum, and mm-hmm. then momentum is how you keep going without having to put as much effort. Right. Uh, so um, that would be one consistency. And something I learned on stage this year, I've been trying to, to practice more is slowing down and mm. being in the room yeah I, there's this Instead thing of in your head yeah because yeah. you'll get nervous yeah. or you'll kind of get uh and it's harder to be in the room the less people the audience is interacting with or giving you anything so the mm. less the audience is reacting to you or giving you any positive mm. feedback or feedback at all I guess that makes sense because yeah. then you're like if nobody's laughing or doing anything if yeah. they're just staring at you 
then you're sitting there like then you start thinking why you know yeah and so it's easier if people are interacting you don't get into your it eggs you on yeah yeah and you can kind of go different places Mm -hmm. than you would expect to the the bits can really evolve yeah and so being comfortable even when it's like that and Mm -hmm. just being like i'm just doing this i'm just doing my act i'm just doing my set powering through now i say that i still falter whenever like i was at bricktown we had like a tough show Mm -hmm. where like nobody was laughing for anybody yeah and the crowd and yeah it's just maybe that night was tough or something or it was it was a jury day Mm -hmm. you know it was cold yeah that could be a big thing so the people were spread out the further they're spread out Mm -hmm. the less they'll laugh but he goes uh i get up there and i just do my best yeah and uh and i got i got frazzled i'm messed up jokes things i've been doing since the beginning yeah. where you're just like why did i even yeah you like never messed a joke yeah. up before yeah. <laughs> or like, that I, one in particular just my husky boy joke i messed yeah. up the husky <laughs> I do that every time that's at the top yeah but uh but yeah so that but it, learning to kind of just keep moving mm-hmm. because yeah. if if it's not a joke if they don't laugh then it's just a story <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you're just that's talking how, <laughs> it's like it's like when we played music i don't know if you remember this yeah. but like you're only a half step away from being right. Yeah. And like, really I've always liked that, that actually. You, yeah. I remember you said that a long, long time ago. And, like, that was always that always stuck in my head and probably still does in a level. You know, you have that kind of internalized things that people say or, you know, things you learned a long time ago. Yeah. And that's why I think, that's how I honestly, I mean, this is a tangent. <laughs> but, like, that quote in particular, it's, like, really guided my whole playing (laughs) because like yeah i mean it doesn't you're only a half step it's like if the note's off if it sounds off move it over a little bit and it'll be right it's a small adjustment (laughs) yeah because here's the thing is like whenever usually out of fear i don't know i mean i do this so that's Mm -hmm. what i'm saying out of fear i'll make adjustments too big yeah when really it's just a little just a little shift Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of times it's in your thinking especially when you're on stage if they're not laughing well, I'm just telling them a story. That doesn't mean they're not having a good time. Yeah, I, I they could think still be engaged. I they think just don't that. feel like laughing. I think of that a lot whenever I see some comics that are just really great storytellers. I think and oh, just yeah. something they're very magnetic or mag magnem. What is the word? Never mind. Magnanimous. <laughs> yeah, it's just like very like compelling to listen to. Yeah, and it's like they can. Some of these guys out there I've seen, it's like. They can not even be funny at all, and I'm just, I want to hear what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. But if they're funny, that's even better. But it's like, they don't even have to be funny, is my point. It's like, that's. You just want to listen to be, them. But yeah, yeah, it's hard. Who is somebody that's like that? Who is somebody you just <laughs> uh, want? Was... Dave Grohl, for me, that's one. He's always got something cool to say. He's He's got jokes. Are you talking about from Foo Fighters? Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here <laughs> but i'm just saying like he's always somebody in i want to hear speak or like bruce springsteen <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's a i mean he's that's like isn't it like half his set is telling stories <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which i mean people love I don't, i'm yeah. not dogging on it <laughs> well ben stiller's bit in snl remember when he was like oh yeah, yeah. When we did this one two yeah. three <laughs> you guys remember that yeah love just that. look at that it's a good one but yeah that's yeah. great that's good uh, what was the question where or biggest lesson yeah oh I've learned, I learned a lot of lessons this year well like I guess for me I feel like I've I've changed a lot or just I to me I've become who I've meant to be lately and it's been a lot of steps and different things that I've done so I don't know the biggest lesson oh I would say the biggest lesson that I've learned is to learn how which is not an easy thing to learn but 
learning how to let go of self-doubt and shame and embarrassment and breaking through that to do the things that you want to do and that you know you can do that's something for me for most of my life it's there's been something that's been holding me back from from being great i think in my mind it's like there's so many great things that i know i can do and i have the skills for and then for so long it's like i don't know what what it is that's keeping me from getting to, to that place and it's and it was a lot of shame and doubt and and all these things and fear and afraid of failure i think a lot of it and failure uh, fear of un, the unknown of not knowing if it's going to work or not yeah. <laughs> and it's very difficult to let go of those things but through therapy and through i do a lot of um uh, meditation and guided meditations and things like that so that stuff has really kind of helped me break down those things at least as you know a lot i wouldn't say they're gone but i mean i think they're impossible to get rid of completely but to not let them control you has been my biggest thing did you find that uh because this is something i found i learned to like trust myself yeah that's yeah trust your instincts yeah trust your instincts yeah and then just just let go it's like i know how to do this Mm -hmm. i've done the prep that's a big thing yeah Yeah. because i think we talked about that a little bit with tanner when he was on right like because he had said similar thing was so getting past that um getting over yourself and getting through what do you think is the biggest challenge for people in doing whatever it is comedy or maybe filmmaking or whatever yeah. what is the challenge that we that is that you see then you know there lots of people probably have to deal with i think the common thread is uh ourselves mm-hmm. uh, you know because i think that it's it is like we especially if you study things if you work on your craft or whatever it is and your art or your job or whatever and it's like you know you're capable of doing these things and like something is holding you back from it and it's like you know you you don't but you're telling yourself you can't do it even though you know in your body because you've studied and you've worked and you have this experience it's like it's in you these things are in you so if you just let them do what they want to do you know yeah let these things come out that's the thing it's like a lot of people suppress a lot of stuff from getting out into the world for whatever reason these things that we build up in our lives to try and protect us or whatever but it's all uh useless in adulthood <laughs> yeah well <clears throat> or, it worked when you were young right some yeah, yeah for whatever reason but you don't need it anymore. yeah you you yeah. create these barriers for a reason yeah. but you heard uh, of alan watts yeah i'm sure you yeah I love it. I, yeah, I listen to him all the time, but that's something he does mention. Yeah. Is, uh, I mean, yeah, I've heard that s- same thing from other places for sure. It's all similar mentalities, I think, which is good. I think that that's something that I want to share with and learn more about and share with other people to help them break down those barriers and, and learn, find out what your true nature is and what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. I think that's, and I think that, yeah, I'm reading this book now that I'll help way more to say about um written by a man named robert green it's called mastery is that the one you saw on the desk no i saw the charisma one yeah no that's yeah uh no this one is i'll tell you about it now just because i (laughs) tell you about it but um like i said i'll definitely want to because we both i mean you need to read it too it's it but basically the mastery book is talks about the we all have this innate um 
you know skill or kind of you know our true purpose or something you know something that's unique in us that everyone's unique when they're born the dna that we're that we're made from or whatever that we grow from is a unique thing that only happens this one time no one's dna is the same yeah so we have all this unique in that alone but also with our experiences and everything but and we grow up and we as children we are dr immediately drawn to the thing that we're supposed to the thing whatever it is and we talk about this a lot mm -hmm. too right whatever your inclination is he calls it the inclination is if you have an in inclination towards something follow that thing yeah <laughs> keep following it and don't like and just and that's what it is that's what you're drawn to naturally but so many people you know their parents force them to go to medical school and become doctors and do all this other stuff because that's where society tells you you can't be an artist because artists don't make money yeah and you have to get a real job or you can't play music because it you know or that something has value because it's worth money yeah it doesn't have to have ha so have value because of and that. that's the thing and yeah. so if you can find that true purpose and let it guide you you'll never be sad or, you know yeah. that's the key to happiness i think and you'll never you know it's like whenever you find a job that you love or whatever you'll never work a day in your life are you doing that now do you feel like you're doing that now i think like so you're trying to find i mean it? i think i found it in yeah. a way i mean i still i think i think i'm still looking though too because like, I just started this book. What's your inclination? What was the thing you went I think, towards? I mean, something I thought about even before I even knew about this was, I mean, it's definitely, I think it's something to do with performing. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to that even as a child that I was drawn to. And that's why I, I, when I discovered this idea for this show, it's like it, it makes perfect sense. And it was after I started doing uh, tons of meditation that I, I think that things became clear and I could see it. Oh, nice. For And that's what I was like, oh, my God, that's what I should be doing. And something I've thought about lately and, and kind of um, kind of I thought about after we talked to your wife, Liz, <laughs> on this show, because she calls herself a creativity influencer. But I feel like I'm a performing arts influencer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like that. and it's like, because that's what I think that I love. And I love to watch performers. I love to perform. I think for me, performing is a way of expression that helps me communicate in a way in, and that's nonverbal because I don't think that I, and traditionally, I think growing up, I always struggled with verbal communication mm -hmm. <laughs> in general, uh, which obviously I'm not as... And something I realized is I'm not as bad as I kept telling myself I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I just, you know, you grow up and you say that to yourself or say things like that to yourself, which is completely wrong. Uh, so, and but realizing that has kind of led me to be totally comfortable talking, you know, to people that I don't even know as, you know, performers and and digging down into that because i think that also another one for me is like there's something i've realized years ago about uh my love for information just general <laughs> like yeah i just like to know things i like to understand things if i don't understand things it, i'm very uncomfortable or you know it it's 
gives me anxiety. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, like, and then, or at least it's like, I don't need to understand it fully, but I need to come to an understanding of whatever it is. Like, I mean, it could be relationships, it could be, you know, jobs or, you know, whatever, money, you know, how to do, you know, it's like, I feel like I've, I, I feel like, I think information is powerful and I think that it's something to do with that, that I... I feel powerless if I don't have information. Yeah, because you can be equipped and ready. Right. For whenever something comes up, you you're like, "Well, I've heard about this." Anticipate yeah. it better. Yeah, that's or, a form. That's yeah. a defense mechanism. So too. I think that that's yeah. something that I've been obsessed with, unknowingly. Yeah. Because like, um, I mean, I work for the news. <laughs> I always say that like, and I never got into the news because it was the news. I just needed a job. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a you know, of course, why wouldn't you want to work for the news? Um, but I was just like, holy crap, this is like, I actually think that there's more to that, like subconsciously that I wanted to work there. I don't know, but that's definitely another one, but I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it's worked for this too. I mean, it's helped you get better yeah, at this. But, but this is like, fills yeah. me with a lot of purpose and drive and like meaning. And like, I feel great every week when we put something out and now that it's picking up steam and people are paying more attention and we're getting more views. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to see it actually. Okay. I think this is the actual thing that I'm supposed to be doing at yeah. least for now. Cause it could always change. And he, and Robert Green talks about that too. It's like, like Da Vinci, like he talks about, he tells these stories about Da Vinci and Einstein and like the great masters of the history of humans. And it's like he talks about how they, a lot of these guys started in something. It's like they went towards something and then something else pulled them away from this direction. And it's like you can change it, you know, but you get deeper and deeper into the actual core of what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Because mm -hmm. you could, like for me, it's like graphic art. That's a lot of, it's about communicating information in a nonverbal way. <laughs> yeah. So you, you did that, you already did it. So, I mean, yeah. it's a weird thing, but it's like that is, it, it all ties together. Yeah. But that's I, why you shouldn't be afraid to go down branches that yeah, you wouldn't that's expect to go Like, to. if you're in a yeah. career path that you, you like a lot, but that maybe you're not completely satisfied, keep exploring in within that field, and maybe you yeah. go deeper, and then you'll find, because he even talks about getting to that specific, very specific niche that you can be the actual master of you know like yeah. this unique thing that no one else can even do yeah. <laughs> you know like once you get to that point that's when you become leonardo da vinci or whatever i mean that's uh but it also goes with a lot of hard work and learning from like i said i just started this book but a lot of these lessons it's like this is like not even it some of it seems like almost like duh or you know like this kind of like obvious kind of stuff and some stuff that we already do without no but i think also for me it's understanding like okay this is why it works <laughs> yeah i mean you can have an inkling too but whenever somebody tells you like this is why and you're like i kind of knew yeah, that yeah i kind of exactly. knew that but i don't know but i'll yeah. definitely have more to talk about i yeah. think with that i'll have to check this book out mastery yeah, yeah. nice Oh, we, we didn't talk about next year in 2024. Oh, yeah, 2024. So, yeah, 2024 is right around the corner. Uh, so what goals do you have for this year? Um, okay, so last year my goals were to try to do two to three mics a week at least. Mm -hmm. um, and to... So you've accomplished that. Yeah, and then for... to become a well-known comic that goes to Bricktown. 
Yeah. And so I I think I've done that. Mm-hmm. I think I, I've I've easily done the two to three mics a week. Yeah. Um, I started two new shows that I didn't plan <laughs> on doing. So you yeah, that's like even so, more than I mean. Started producing. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so this year my plan is to. Um, get outside of Oklahoma. Yeah. So I went, I went to Texas twice and worked. I did Granbury, Texas, and I did um, Whitesboro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and those were really good experiences. I had a really good time. And then, um, but now I'm like to jump out and start hitting like Kansas, Arkansas, Colorado to visit family too, you know, and like yeah. Texas. And That's what's great about traveling. It's like you can, yeah, we have friends. I mean, we know people that moved out of Oklahoma and yeah. go to different states. It's like, can hit them up and visit <laughs> yeah and, and that's so my goal is Friend to try to get family. out start do some shows outside bring some more people in from outside yeah, into that's the thing. lively and into the shows getting out and meeting those other comics that are on the road yeah and then um so that and then i want to become one of bricktown's hosts for yeah. their for for their uh, for their comedy yeah so i can just get weekend do show some work yeah i'd like <laughs> to get on a weekend show. that's a big uh, goal and yeah. hopefully i mean you should you know i bet you could do it i mean you got a whole year <laughs> yeah. well i put it this, I, I think of it this way it's like i did it last year yeah and i can do it this year yeah you know and if you miss then what you just got that much closer yeah you know uh, like i said i mean sometimes it could take you know about a lot of people do work at that for years before it happens mm-hmm. so hopefully who knows yeah. And, uh, you know, it's... I'm not going to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, the you'll be happen. ready for it when but, it comes. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Uh, I think my goals for 2024... Yeah. I don't know. I just I have so many goals in general. I mean, I think of... I don't know. I don't really think of it as goals. I think it's just the way I want to be. <laughs> like, I want to record a lot. I guess my, a good goal to set would to do kind of a dream i've had for a long time is to do a like maybe an ep or at least do a song with like a ton of local people like different people like get singers like get a lot of sing you know three or four singers (laughs) to record like or whatever you know do just get different musicians to play like i said maybe if you did like an ep you could do four different drummers or something you know different people playing different instruments so like a we are the world of oklahoma i mean not really but (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i just think it would be fun to collaborate with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and do something really crazy and big and like see what it is i don't know i mean i think that's my favorite thing about music is the collaboration and bringing in different minds to Mm. and different voices and talents and styles so and creating something that no no one can create on their own. So I think that's something I've thought about. Because ultimately, I like to have just, a, you know, and I'm getting there anyways, where I'm meeting more musicians to where it's like I want to be able to call anyone, you know, call a guitar player and be like, hey, do you want to come record on this person's record that I'm working on? Where that would just be more of a one-off. But <laughs> I just think the idea is cool to get, like, just a whole big collaboration album, you know, EP or something. Yeah. And it, you know we did that kind of back yeah, in the day. That's we, what, yeah, we recorded an, a, a whole album. Well, yeah, we we definitely did. Yeah, a bunch of songs. We um, but we had it was Aliens versus Robots. It was supposed to be our first full length album, mm-hmm. and then we never did finish it. But we had a bunch of people, our friends, a trumpet player and mm-hmm. violin player, Carlton. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. I don't remember why Grayson. Grayson was on it. 
Grayson Trice played guitar. Yeah. Uh, a singer for his band. Um, Conspiracy of Angels. Yeah. What was her name? Jesse. Jesse. Uh, yeah. We had yeah. a lot of people come. Butcher sang on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we had some people come in and sing on the album. Yeah, it was just a fun thing. But that's yeah. what, that's like, I've always wanted to do that. Even, mm. you know, that was I think that was one of our years best. Ago. I mean, we weren't, we weren't great musicians at the time, but it was like was one of my good, favorite things to make. Yeah, it was a I'll good uh, collaboration yeah. mm-hmm. effort. So that's kind of my, probably a good goal to set. Because like I said, I just want to record. I'm definitely going to be recording a lot because Josh is going to be here. We're going to record some stuff. Yeah, Josh is coming back. <laughs> and then, uh, so we're going to do some, I'm going to get the guys over here and do some, some stolen cable stuff soon. And then, of course, in the summer when he's back, we're going to do some more of it. And then, yeah, and then hopefully we'll do like an Astro Lux LP. But anyways, so that's it for uh-huh. 2024. It's coming up. That's it's, our review. Exciting. Uh, our performance review. I think, honestly, I think that 2024, that's the last thing I'll say about it. But I th- I'm hopeful anyways. I know a lot of people have struggled this year with uh, finance. Financially, mm-hmm. everyone's struggling. Specifically, businesses have yeah. a hard, I mean, they've been having a hard time. So I'm hopeful that 2024 is going to be better economically and people will be a little bit more stable. Um, maybe people will be hiring more and stuff like that. So Pull out know. of this recession. I'm, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> I think that 2023, it's been a weird yeah. year, but it's also been a little bit of a transition year back into kind of a normal routine for a lot of people. So I think the, the anxi- overall anxiety of the world is coming down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm um, I'm just hopeful for 2024. Well, I mean, I two liters say. are now below two dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Dad, I mean, guys, eggs, Diet Coke is cheap again. Eggs are now not no longer a commodity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now it's time for the drum roll. Welcome oh. to the 2023 Rhythm and Wit with Dave and Nick. The witty. The witties. Yeah, we did it, guys. Look, we're all dressed up sharp. It's the only reason why I put on this jacket. This is my favorite shirt. It's my favorite comedy shirt. Twenty twenty three. I wear this at every show. So now you gotta burn it. When you find a shirt that fits like this, you don't just. You know <laughs> no, it's a ritual burn, now. Burn your shirt, dude. Tell me. <laughs> It'll be New Year's Eve. Yeah. You throw it on the bonfire. Yeah. And you get a new get one. Get a new one. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that. I thought about it because I do wear this a lot. You know when you find a shirt that like fits, the yeah. cut is good. Yeah. Well, this was on the clearance rack, so it was like no more. <laughs> but I was like, this it, it looks good. Dude, I look buff in this. I would, I'll show you guys. <laughs> I don't want to put David Shane. But so, yeah, dude. So yeah, we got I might, I'll burn this tie. <laughs> we're good. So you guys are gonna see an Instagram reel. You're gonna see an Instagram reel later with us where we're gonna need to call the fire department. That's what we're gonna do. But yeah, we have we have some uh, we have some categories. What do you yeah, call so them? Yeah, so these are the categories for your um, the winners of the performing arts and artists of Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities. Also known as <laughs> the Greater Metro Area. <laughs> uh, so let's see. We'll start off. And these are all opinions. These are our yeah. opinions of you. We don't. So and we don't know shit. <laughs> and we so. don't know. Yeah. We don't plan to know anything. I don't have. Yeah. I don't plan to learn anymore. Uh, and now, your 2023 winner 
for favorite comedy wife. Favorite comedy wife. All right. Who do you got? My favorite comedy wife. No, well, you start off. I'll start. I'll start. Yeah. My favorite comedy wife is... My wife, Liz Campbell. Liz Campbell. Yeah, dude, she's so supportive. Congratulations to Liz. She's helped so much. Yeah, she she really really is the the tree MVP of Nick Campbell comedy. Yeah. They always say that behind every great man, there's a great woman. Yeah. (laughs) It's just too bad she didn't get a great man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's like it still works, even though the man's not so great. I'm really good. (laughs) I'm super good at being... uh, uh, providing for the family. I no, think I think y'all have done a great yeah. job this year with the, with the, the you guys as a team for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, she's always there. Like you said, at every show, I think she definitely deserves the win. Uh, but that's for your pick. But we're also gonna do each of us get a pick. Mm-hmm. So my pick is Hannah Collins. Yeah, Caleb Caleb Collins' wife. Uh, I don't know you very well, Hannah. <laughs> I've talked to you a few times, but I wanted to say it, I, she's always at Fairweather, so it's like she's very supportive. So I think that she definitely deserves. I also don't know a whole lot of other comedy wives. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I should but tell you about something. She's very, like I said, uh, from what I've seen, very supportive of Caleb because mm-hmm. he kills it out there anyway. So, yeah. And doing Fairweather every week is definitely a struggle, I always say. I'm sure it has to be. So to support um, Caleb doing that, I think is very admirable. But we have um, honorable mention for this category. Oh, yeah, yeah. For a favorite comedy wife goes to Frankie Berryman. There he is. <laughs> Miss, Kitty's, Miss Kitty's wife. That's right, Frankie. Yeah, he's very, yeah, yeah. best comedy wife. He's always around. there, man. He's got a positive outlook, man. He's, 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 eat, he's supporting, he's eating food, he's drinking beer. <laughs> I mean, just both of them live the best life, Kitty and Frankie. So... Congratulations, Congratulations to our winners for Best Comedy Wife of 2023. Next category, Favorite, favorite Old Timer. <laughs> nice, we did it. <laughs> favorite Old Timer. Um, I'll go first. My pick is Dennis Maley, yeah, the Granny Freak. The Granny Freak, man. I love that. That's one of my favorite things that he does. <laughs> when he talks about the casserole. He, he like, He's got, no, I've been watching Dan Dennis all year, well, most of the year, Fairweather and yeah. some other mics. He's very funny. I think, I always say this, like, he's, for some reason, I just, oh, I hope my dad gets to see him perform sometimes. I think he would just kill. I don't know, he's got... He's got like the dad humor, but it's like a next level dad. Yeah, it's humor. like a granddad. Gran- humor. <laughs> Grandpa humor. Grandpa humor. No, he's he's very funny and he deserves the, yeah. this win from me. Well, when I grow up, I want to be Dennis. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah dude. Just know. out here having fun. We need to get Dennis over here sometime because he'd be fascinating to talk to. Oh, I already yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, he is. Because I don't know much about him. So besides that, he loves grannies he loves them <laughs> yeah hide your grannies because he's gonna get them uh yeah. so that's my pick nick who's your favorite old timer? my favorite old timer is kitty gilligan <laughs> yeah um liz and i first when we started watching the open mics down at bricktown a while you know when it first started uh she's the one that stood out the most she was just a lot of fun yeah and very like silly i thought i thought man this has got to be 
this lady is doing really great for her first time. <laughs> but then I realized, like, oh no, she's she was. I saw her. Her few It's like she's good at this. Mm -hmm. Like she's yeah. And so she has that. Yeah, she that's her her thing. She yeah. knows what she's doing. So. She's got a mm -hmm. lot of good energy, and she's fun. She's very positive. She always tries to do stuff for the community. Yeah, that's why I love. So I think that's she's... why she's my favorite old time. <laughs> So congratulations Congrats, to guys. the old timers. That's right. And we love you. We were going to call this um, the Kick the Bucket crew, <laughs> but we thought maybe it wasn't the best. Yeah. Yeah. I thought old timers would be kind of cool <laughs> because it, you know. Love it. Okay. It's nicer. Next category for the winner of the favorite new venue that opened in 2023. All right. Uh, let's see. Did you? I went first last time. So now I'll go first. Okay. So my favorite new venue is the is Comedy Avenue out in Lawton. <laughs> Again, I have recency bias, but I have done that show twice. <laughs> yeah. And both times, man, it's just such a good room. The Lawton shows up. They're there for it. They listen to mm -hmm. you. All the way they have it set up, every seat is a front row seat. Yeah. So good. the stage is small, but it's it's not tight. So you still feel like you can move around and talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, Andrew and his wife Brandy, they do a really good job of like setting up snacks and drinks and really making mm -hmm. you feel welcome. Yeah. And uh, and it's just a beautiful place to go play. Uh, how long have they have they been opened? I don't. I. I I think it was this year. Yeah, the first. It may have been last year, but it was right on the edge. But yeah, regardless. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I need to go out there um, and check it out. That'd be fun. Uh, well, you're going to come out there the 7th, aren't you? Yeah. We'll yeah. Do, have to do that for sure. So, my favorite venue to open in 2023 is Sailor and the Dock. Nice. Yep. Because they do tons and tons of events right now i think that's a cool place they've got a lot of cool shops in there cool boat bar in the middle and um yeah the people that own that place are very nice i've met, met them a few times and they said they'd let me put a show together next year so they're really friendly and just very welcoming i think that their mission is to have us they have a big event space in the back of the of their place that you can use and they want to have it for people to do creative things and perform and uh, use it for anything if anybody wants to put on a show hit them up and they probably want to talk to you about whatever you've got in mind because they're always looking I think that they're growing I want to see them grow and keep you know to stay stick around and not you know I think yeah. that, I don't think that's a, a fear but it's all sometimes it's a fear with new places that you really like you're like okay just Everyone go there and support them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a unique spot, too. Yeah. So it takes an effort to go out and mm -hmm. like get things out of it. But you got to support the things you want to see. Right. Right? Yeah. Go and they are very community-oriented. Yeah. So it's nice to have that. So so if you guys get a chance, go over there and buy as much stuff as you can. Sailor in the Dock, always doing fun things. Mm -hmm. they got a big boat in the middle of their place. And mocktails. We talked oh, yeah. about that. They have really good mocktails. So options for non-alcoholic drinks. Mm -hmm. And they've got a cool coffee shop in there called Honey and Honey, who are really friendly. I always talk to them every time I go in there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, check out Sailor in the Dock. And if you're in Lawton, check out Comedy, Comedy Avenue. Avenue. Nice. Those are our favorite venues to open in 2023. Next category. 
most anticipated event for 2024. Uh, so, we obviously, this is a tough category because we don't know a lot of stuff that's going to be happening <laughs> well, next the year. Who knows? But I know for sure there will be Dave of the Dead 4. Dave of the Dead. Halloween 2024. Coming back. Probably gonna be stolen cable. Probably Astrolux. And some other people. Who Can knows? I do a set? Can I do a set? I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll he, he doesn't know yet. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. We'll announce it. But I'm definitely I'll be looking doing for a it. set outside. I, haven't, I guess we did the Halloween show. Day of the Dead 3 was 2022. So we didn't have a 2023. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm super excited about it. Coming back. Uh, for sure, because we have to. Because I, I think that's everyone's favorite holiday to have mm -hmm. parties on. Uh, so yeah, I mean, people, yeah, they ask me about it. It's like, it's like, did I miss the Halloween party? No, we didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for that. That's my most anticipated event. What about you? Um, so I have two of them. One of them is going to be uh, at Lively in February. We're doing a, a full female. Um, yeah. show uh, and Liz is going to host it and so I will be taking the tickets um, so I, you get to draw the raffle ticket I get to watch <laughs> and hang out and then see this cool thing happen uh, so, so we're going to do that um, also it's so, going to be mine and Liz's 10th year anniversary uh, yeah. and we're throwing a little party for everybody at Lively all of mm. our friends and stuff if they'd like to come and we're going to celebrate us being together for 10 years and uh, well I mean you know, we've been together longer, but yeah, obviously, yeah, married, yeah. married for 10 years. It's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it's been hard the whole time, but it was like, <laughs> but it was, nah, it's been great. She's, again, she's awesome. Everybody tells me how great Liz is. <laughs> Nobody tells Liz how great yeah. I am. <laughs> anyway, I don't have anything about it, but a little bit, but it's like, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited for both those. those are, yeah, they're those, in the same month. They're in February. Those are super fun yeah. events. I like that you're doing that all female comedy yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Um, so those are our most anticipated events mm -hmm. for 2024. Next category: favorite, favorite venue, venue to perform at. Favorite? <laughs> I missed that all. <laughs> okay. I'll, uh, you go first. <laughs> favorite venue to perform at. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, I'm going to say this right now. It's a lively. Uh, that's my favorite lively spot. Lively beer work. Because it's my spot. Yeah. You know, the, uh, they let us yeah. start uh, doing uh, comedy there. It's been great. They've been so supportive. Um, even if there's a little hitch in the giddy up somewhere. Yeah. They've been they super nice cool about it. Going with the flow. They give us so much to give I to know. the raffle. That's what I was going to say. They give away so much free beer and yeah. free gift certificate isn't yeah, $25 it? Yeah. gift certificate and two free beer packs mm -hmm. and then we bring a game yeah, a board game and uh, we bring our tickets so you can win it to the next mm -hmm. show and they they don't bat an eye um, they just love that we're they that was the thing that Nick said that the owner's name is Nick yeah. too and he said that uh, he's like man we really want to just kind of be a part of the community mm -hmm. and you know that helps them bring some people in but it also helps us yeah, do comedy before. Yeah, so it's a beautiful win, win. thing, and they're so supportive. So yeah, yeah. love you, Lively. That yeah, and there yeah, I've, I've been having a lot of fun going out there. I haven't performed there, but I've 
taking a lot of photos. Yeah. <laughs> in the summer, their lighting is great. So it's, I can't wait for next summer mm -hmm. to go take photos. I mean, I'm still taking them in the winter, but it just gets dark. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, it's but very it's still intimate. nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still Those a nice video, but I was just good. talking about for, yeah, yeah. for, for photos specifically. But Yeah, he's right. Um, yeah, I think they're a great venue. I think everyone's only had good things to say about it uh, that I've talked to that performed there. Mm -hmm. My favorite venue that I performed at this year is probably Vices in El Reno. That I had never been there before. I'd heard about it for years. Um, and so I first got to play there in the summer with Stolen Cable, and that was such a fun show. It was like outdoors. They have a cool, really big stage outside um, and a cool, like, it looks like a big backyard <laughs> with nice. a big stage with a really nice sound system. Electra does the audio out there and runs the sound. She's great. Um, very nice. I think I met the owner there uh, briefly. She was nice and uh, it's a great place. I mean, I'd definitely go there more if I live closer. I mean, it's not that far either, but still like, you know, 30 minutes really from here. So about the same as Norman, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I did get to go and I went to see the Martin Dupross play there. Uh, at the end of the summer also so I, I went back <laughs> it was a fun it's a cool place like I said yeah. I definitely want to play try to book out there again next summer and play in, again I've never it, been there the problem is it's like you, they don't do a lot of shows I mean they have an mm -hmm. indoor stage too that's um, not as big and, and cool as the outdoor one but yeah they don't do outdoor shows a lot in the winter so but yeah shout out to Vices and Arino and lively beer works for winning our favorite venues to perform at nice next category mm -hmm. favorite, favorite instagram, instagram reel. reel all right uh, my favorite instagram reel goes to the martin dupross yeah oh man for so vices date night with the Martin Dupross, the show that tries to get you laid. <laughs> that was a super fun show in general, but the promos for that were so good. And here she comes now, folks. Macho Martin Dupras, how would you say date night stacks up to other comedy shows that people may have seen? Well, I tell you, brother, I feel real bad for those other comedy shows in Oklahoma City because we got the best of the best in Oklahoma City. That's right. We've got Alex Sanchez. We've got Alyssa Skaggs. We've got Caleb Collins. And rounding it out, we've got Rowan Weathers. That's right. It's the only comedy show that tries to get you laid, brother. It's the non-dairy creamer of the crop. It's gonna be fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of like the first time, or, you know, I, um seeing uh, i see more re more recently i guess but the comics started doing instagram reels as promos and just being very creative with it and it, and the but the martins are on a whole nother level yeah <laughs> they get the green screen out they get the costumes and wigs and just go to town and that they've been so entertaining to watch on instagram for that reason but specifically that 
uh, Lauren as uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it's my favorite. It felt <laughs> it felt believable. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> so. it was great though. This super. My favorite was um, <laughs> of theirs. Oh yeah. Yeah, my favorite was whenever. Uh, I, I like the one where she's in the bat and she just oh, looks yeah. crazy. <laughs> I just wish I had the guts to do something yeah. like that, but I was, it's just so funny. They're, they're, everything they do is oh, so funny. Yeah, they got the sets ready yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but that's not your favorite reel. No. Uh, your, yeah, what's My your favorite, favorite reel, reel, I think the most effective reel and the one that worked on me was uh, Dace Carlson mm -hmm. whenever he did his reel to promote the Dr. Terp show. Yeah. I was on the show. Yeah. But if I wasn't, I would have came. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Do you like comedy? How about some raunchy masturbation jokes? Whoop! So anyway, I was jerking off the door of the Explorer. Or how about some good old classic fart jokes? <laughs> Then come out this Saturday night to Dr. Terps in Midwest City, 8 o'clock, comedy showcase. <laughs> Watch me and some other great comics on stage. Absolutely killing it. Seriously, you should totally come out. If I don't have people laughing with me or at me at all times, haha, <laughs> I feel like a failure. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> so be there this Saturday night. <laughs> Why did I leave my clothes on for this? Seriously, my mental health is steadily declining. This is awful. <laughs> you should come out, Dr. Turfs, this Saturday, 8 p.m. Be there. Like, it was really good. Yeah, so it was super, super funny. Fun. And like a lot of uh, people came out for him because mm -hmm. of that thing. So yeah, it, so works. it works. That's yeah, why it I, works. That's why I say I think that the Instagram is very easy mm -hmm. to do. It's obviously not easy to do if you're uncomfortable yeah. <laughs> doing stuff on camera. But that's why I say like, you know, it's very so important to get over those fears of, you know. Because yeah. you know, I mean, especially if you're a comic out there or a performer and you, you know, you have fears of doing something like that, you shouldn't because, you know, I don't know. It's yeah, well, baby as, steps. Yeah. Baby steps. One thing I, I was saying, and I did, too, before I started doing this show, and I did this with a few of my friends. I know you got one, but I was sending video messages to people. What up, Nick? It's David. Uh, I just got done mowing the yard. Um, I had a thought. We should dress as Jay and Silent Bob for Halloween this year. Think about it. Oh, of yeah. me just talk saying something yeah and it's a way for me to practice and to see you know without sending it to the whole internet <laughs> you send it to your friend that someone you trust and like just to do it and it doesn't even matter it's like there was no i didn't wasn't get wait looking for any response i just needed to do it <laughs> yeah and it helped for sure that's a so, good baby step yeah i like that so, to yeah, somebody you trust. it's yeah. a good one if you want to get into doing any kind of live streaming or doing YouTube or Instagram reels and you're nervous about it, you know, record one. Because a lot of it, too, and I've known this for podcasting specifically that I've learned years ago, was if you're nervous about doing a podcast, just do it, record it, 
you don't have to release it if you don't like it or mm. whatever yeah. <laughs> you know really, yeah you're right so like do it see what it's like yeah if you don't like it don't put it out if you do you know or just keep doing that until you are comfortable with putting it out if you need to you know there's a, a comedian who is uh, I forget her name Lena I think it's Lena Rudick or Leia mm. Rudick she she uh, her, her and her brother do comedy and I, I they're a couple of my favorites too but um, she mentioned that mm-hmm. just throw it out there just get it out there yeah. because no, like if it doesn't do well it's just gonna go to the bottom it's yeah, not nobody's so gonna see it it's matter. not even a big deal it's supposed to if it doesn't mm-hmm. do well the only ones that really get passed along and people see and have any real va- like effect yeah are the ones that end up being good mm-hmm. so it's like your stuff's gonna yeah. fall away anyways well know? a lot of something I've heard recently too or read recently or something I don't know but like like a lot of people that are highly creative like often also have the most bad ideas <laughs> because they create a lot so yeah. it's like yeah I mean if you if you're high volume it's like most of it's not going to be good mm-hmm. but you keep doing it and that's I think that's a part of that too it's like you just keep throwing shit out until something sticks and then they, whenever it does it will rise up I think too. that's what Rivers Cuomo said like uh, he would have a he would write a song he would put it in this binder and he would just keep adding to the songs yeah. and eventually he would take out the ones that he mm-hmm. thought were the best and then he would take the time to work on them yeah so the idea is to quantity and then peel that off so you're you're really just sculpting you're just taking mm-hmm. you're taking giving away. yourself something to take yeah, away yeah 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 i think that's a good thing um again anyways. i don't know anything <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to look at a lot of things mm-hmm. uh so that was our favorite Instagram reel. That's just a fun one. Anyways, uh, okay, so now this is the back half of our favorites of 2023. So we'll start off with... <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. No, I'm going to try Favorite performer that's never been on an episode of Rhythm and Wits. So, our favorite performer, performer who's it, never been on an episode of Rhythm Wit, is, is James Nim. Yeah, what's up, dude? So, what's us? This is us reaching out to you right now. <laughs> Just get out here. Get on this camera. Quit messing around, dude. We All love right. James Nim. I think yeah. I've known about James for a long time. I, I've only recently kind of more, uh, I wouldn't even say gotten to know him, but interacted with him more. Um very creative very talented does music comedy he's a producer of shows Copywriting. he's like yeah. a writer writer yeah. i mean he's yeah would be a very i mean that was the whole category was like kind of this idea of like who do we want to talk to the most and like the most interesting person and he's mm-hmm. definitely one of them and he could offer a lot of help since yeah. he's not from so many different avenues yeah there's so. t- i mean so yeah james we love you we want to yeah. talk to you come on our show if if you know james Tell him to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the favorite performer that's ever been on an episode of Rhythm and Wit. Sorry, nice. Brandon. Uh, <laughs> next category. Next category. All right. Favorite, favorite comedian, comedian slash lawyer. This is really good. <laughs> this is going to be Leo Mendes. Uh, He's solid dad energy at every every place he goes. He's just like nice solid, guy. Solid, solid. Uh, 
lawyer energy yeah they'll help you out if you get caught with weed he definitely feels, <laughs> he definitely feels like he has an esquire in his name like that's what you know like he's he's very dapper i like how he presents himself he's very professional mm -hmm. and uh he can get you out of a bind if he's feeling <laughs> up to it so so that's also a unanimous category because I think that's he's the only one. Yeah, he's really the only one. Uh, <laughs> we kind of had that but one. But also very valuable to have yeah. in our community. Especially with so. comedians being as And well. also a great host of many open mics. Yeah. So, great host. Great job, Leo. Thanks, Keep Leo. it up. We love you. Uh, also, never been on our show. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's happening. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Next category. Favorite Instagram follow. So what's your favorite Instagram follow? Mine's Leo. <laughs> Leo Mendes does it again. He's in my heart. Uh, he's always posting. He's always putting things out. He gets. He has a lot of followers on TikTok. He gets. Yeah, a lot of, that's what I was thinking. Because I did, I see his stuff on instagram for sure mm -hmm. but tiktok makes sense i didn't mm -hmm. think about that um i don't really mess with tiktok but i think it's about time i mean it's you know it's mm -hmm. a it's from what i know or hear about it it's a great way to get like it's a great way to find new a new followers and audience that like if they like your if they come across your tiktok and they really like you it's a it, it they have like a pretty high rate of coming and following you on other things mm. so if it's like if you want to up your Instagram or YouTube uh, follower accounts, like Instagram, I think is a good way to find those people to bring them into your other platforms. Yeah. So, so. everybody follow Leo <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I think he's great too. I, I love his photoshops. Mm -hmm. It's like, especially every week when he does the hosts at, JJ. for yeah, yeah. all the open mics. Those are always funny. Um, <clears throat> So that's your favorite Instagram follow. And I went with the very funny Jen Shamron. Because mm -hmm. she is always updating, uh, keeps up with stories, always has funny memes and funny mm -hmm. things. And just generally very funny and supportive. I think for me, not only does she have great instagram content but she's also supportive of other comics and yeah. other people's shows which mm -hmm. is something i always look for and other people and and want to see more of so uh, i applaud jen shamron i mean i've told her this already yeah. <laughs> so she but she is and she she said it she's everybody's uh best um cheerleader so <laughs> yeah that's good man i think that's very uh, yeah, uh, very good thing to have as a comedian i want to say that i'm very jealous of her ability to eat all those edibles do you remember that reel <laughs> like they went, they, they went and did like a bunch of weed stuff on one of their reels uh, and i was like damn dude i don't think i could even smoke that much yeah you know that's pretty tough <laughs> but uh but no she always they're very creative she always works with other people which is nice whenever she had the um yeah roast mania yeah. that was a fun one to watch that mm -hmm. was fun to watch happen between the other comedians right. yeah, that's so. the thing the collaboration is yeah. very she seems very open and to just collaborating and so great job to those instagram handles keep it up keep it up guys okay favorite, favorite visual, visual art experience. experience okay well my favorite art visual art place to go and see art is definitely mycelium gallery 
on Britain in May. Uh, my good friends run that gallery. They've been growing it. They opened in March of this year and they've grown a lot in terms of just their reach. I think a lot of people are, um, have, they've reached a lot of people and, but they're trying to grow and then you grow into a bigger space hopefully soon. So that's something that we're looking forward to. I do a lot of work with them and for their social media stuff and video work. And I just want to support them. Their, their vision is to create a network of artists, a collective. It's really the mycelium collective, which, um, talks about the mushrooms you know how like the mushrooms are like the network the mycelium network mm. I, i'm doing a bad job of explaining it but, <laughs> but that's where the vision comes from is to have this just collective of of artists similar to factory obscura does similar things and even in meow wolf that i visited in denver and they have other locations they're a collective of artists of people creative minds coming together to do something that's bigger than any of them could do on their own and to help each other and learn from each other and and create a cool big experience that people people come see and do immersive art so uh, i'm really proud of my cdm gallery for everything they've done and they work really hard so i definitely can't uh, think of anyone better to give this award to you in my opinion but mm. we do have your pick yeah my is... opinion. my pick is uh art socials that my wife liz puts on with thinkable in life mm -hmm. uh, I, I love that she does it she so she brings out art to an event space and just kind of lets people do their thing and then she kind of just talks positively to them mm -hmm. and reminds them that yeah. it's okay to make mistakes mm -hmm. and uh and i like that I think people just need that to be able to let loose and just kind of be outside the lines or right. just, you know, kind of express themselves with art that you wouldn't get an opportunity to do in any other situation with people around. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing. I think that, I think the value for that from, uh, is like we were talking about just being okay with not being perfect or not being, you know, living up to whatever expectations you have in your head you know just do it <laughs> just yeah. do the thing and not you know get over your insecurities and self-doubt and there's a lot of community as which is not you get to show up yeah they bring kids mm -hmm. you know a lot of times it's, yeah it's a, i think yeah. it's a great thing for especially people with kids and families that might not have a lot of time to do art on their own mm -hmm. Yeah, and she'll bring different, like, uh, she did ornaments out at Sailor mm -hmm. in the Dock, and she does the Twilight Market yeah, in Norman. Yeah, I saw that this And uh, she'll just set up stuff for fun for fun things for people to do, and you'd be surprised how many people, <laughs> you forget how fun coloring yeah. is. <laughs> you know, you forget how fun making these little things are, and the only, it's like a, people, I think, for me, it's like, why would I do this? This doesn't last, you know? Mm. I'm a very utility person. Yeah, it's like you need to see But you forget reason. that, like, firework or, fireworks are like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? They it's, explode. They're just things. in that moment, you can create this thing, and it's like, that's yours, and you created it, and nobody mm -hmm. can do it in this time. Yeah. That's so, I mean, that's how I think about performance, too. Yeah, that's true, too. It doesn't really exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, did we just get introspective? <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so those are some really great art experiences, and I think that that's something that hopefully this next year, I mean, we've had artists on here, but I want to get more visual artists on this mm -hmm. show and talk to more of them, because so I think that they all have, even visual artists have a lot to offer as far as um, 
for being like creative tips that any performer or any musician or artist could use uh, okay so the next category favorite new open mic um you're first all right so look this is my favorite new open mic it's it just um christy boone runs it uh, but she's also letting people get the opportunity to host it. Mm -hmm. I think Will Davis is hosting it this weekend oh, okay. or this week. I don't know if that's relevant, but uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's uh, the Paramount. Yeah, um, it's in the Paramount. It's actually Rodeo Cinema, mm -hmm. and uh, they have a cool little setup. It's a theater. Mm -hmm. The seats are comfortable, and it's mostly comedians and whoever they decide to bring. It's very like off to the side. You. I don't think people really just come to see it yeah, because it's a theater. Some, there's no some, drinks. There's no alcoholic beverages, but they have snacks. They have theater snacks, which is fun. Yeah. And yeah. like popcorn and all that. <laughs> and it's really just kind of uh, we mostly comedians go to it and they have this really, it's like a workshop. Mm -hmm. We all just work in front of each other because it's so intimate and like they turn the lights down and it's, I, th I think it, we're, the comedians are more comfortable to laugh at things that they've already heard a million times. Yeah. But they also we also give each other feedback, mm -hmm. which is really nice. So it's like a workshop yeah. more than an open mic. And uh, uh, I think that's something that Christy started after VZDs went down. Mm -hmm. So VZDs went down, we lost that mic, and so she started this one, and it's yeah. been I love it. It's one of my favorite places to go. And there's uh, Joey's Pizzeria across the street. And that's on Tuesday. No, Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday's uh, OKC Improv. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite new open mic is Ships and Giggles uh, with the Martin Dupras Again with the at Martin Dupras. Sailor in the Dock. Yeah, that's every Tuesday. I was uh, so happy whenever they started that mic. They had Tuesdays. They gave them the whole month of October as a trial run, and they did well enough that they let them keep doing it. So they're still doing it every Tuesday um, it's a newer mic so not a lot of people know about it probably so go check it out if you haven't been out there um, Martins are great hosts and they are very uh, they've been hosting open mics I think for a long time so they do a good job for yeah, sure they got as far a as I know I, mean. I like how they play off each other yeah and they'll no, go they'll take turns yeah. getting on stage um, I also got my spotlights Oh, because yeah. I was inspired by their <laughs> setup. Yeah. And oh, it's it's. They, they have a really that. great setup. They have a lot of commitment mm -hmm. to what they do. Oh yeah. Like performance-wise, sure. as well as the craft of being performers. So it's great oh, to yeah. see. That's definitely why they're they're definitely some of my favorite performers just because of the dedication and mm -hmm. and the because uh, it's like it, I think a lot of us we do things. You put these shows together and put you know even you producing lively and it's like sometimes it's not what you hope it is every time right mm -hmm. and it's very discouraging but to be able to keep doing it no matter what you know it's it's takes a lot of uh passion and yeah and, love for what yeah. you do so and you can see they love it mm -hmm. yeah so i hope to see that might continue and grow strong and hopefully 2024 will be a good year for ships and giggles so go hit them up yeah. Um, congratulations to the new open mics of 2023. Next category: favorite local band slash musician. My favorite band, I think, of the year 
which I haven't been playing lately, but there's a band called Bad Athlete. I saw them play, I guess. I think I'm pretty sure I saw them for the first time this year. It must have been. Maybe last year, but anyways. I have seen them this year. <laughs> and they're great. They're kind of a very 70s uh, influence. Kind of a glam 70s rock. But I don't know. It's very... It's probably not what you think, even me describing that. I love it. I think that they're very um, just cool. But it's definitely a 70s sound, 70s rock sound. But it's very kind of a, a little bit, um, I wouldn't say poppy, but, you know, kind of that more pop rock, I think. I don't know. But I don't even want to say Where that. can you see them at? Are they local? Well, yeah, they play locally. I mean, I saw them at the Opolis. But like I said, they haven't been playing in the past maybe even six months or so hmm. i'm sure they'll be back i'm hoping 2024 i met them they're really good people um husband and wife fronted group and uh yeah they've got a ton of stuff on spotify they release they record a lot of their own stuff and release so they have do releases single releases quite often they've got lots of stuff that's well done on Spotify, so check them out. Bad Athlete. Bad Athlete. One of my favorite acts, I think, of um, uh, in the city locally, currently. I mean, it's kind of, it seems, it's been a rough year, I think, for music. I don't know, there's not been a ton of things. So, hopefully next year is going to be better. There's going to be newer, more bands maybe coming back out and doing shows again, because I'm sure that a lot of bands just kind of took a you know took a break over the past few years mm -hmm. i don't know anyways that's my pick for favorite local band and musician what about you favorite local band and musician that's gonna be oh for real <laughs> you're like what did yeah, i write, what right now uh that's gonna be this guy right here <laughs> this is david Steele. he's one of my favorite bassists um <laughs> Honorable mention would be Dave Branch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's just because oh, I know you, him. You've never seen him play. I've never seen him play. <laughs> he looks like he could kill the best. You've uh, seen him play with yeah. comedy. Yeah. Great comic. Um, but no, Dave always been there with me doing music, and it's been a fun time. I mean, we get, we've been <laughs> we've been playing pretend like this since we were in sixth grade. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I remember back in the day, whenever I... I there, I was going to do two things. I was going to be in a band and I was going to be famous whenever I was growing up. <laughs> and uh, and Dave decided to do the bass with his um, brother-in-law, yeah, Katai. Yeah. And so Katai got him a bass and so we started playing together and then it was, man, I mean, he's <laughs> been working together for sure ever since, really. And uh, But yeah, it's been Dave all along. Thanks. You're I my favorite it. person, dude. One of my favorite. Liz is the first. 
<laughs> and my kid. Well, I mean, you're after that, then. No, there's there's so start, you kids. They're starting to play music too. They're starting. They're, <laughs> they're already better than me, so it took no time. All right, those are your favorite local bands mm-hmm. slash musicians. Uh, next category. This is a big one. Favorite local comic. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to go. I, I think everybody knows, uh, but I'm going to butter his bread a little bit more. It's going to be Brandon Kilo. <laughs> uh, man, I think, I don't know what it is. I it, Here's what, I'm, I'm his biggest fan because he talks about shit that I <laughs> like. Like, he it's talked tough. about. They didn't take us out of Star Wars. They just hit us. You guys figured that out yet? We're the droids. They're just with all the droids are black. <laughs> Every single one of them, yeah. Follow my logic, makes perfect sense, okay? They're, they're second-class citizens. They're basically slaves. Full-on segregation in the Star Wars universe, too. They go to a cantina. No droids allowed. The fuck? <laughs> Terrible. Some of y'all who are like real Star Wars fans might be like, all right, they're all black. What about C-3PO? How do you explain that shit? Easy. He's a house nigga. It makes me sad to say that. It's just facts. Full house nigga energy for three pieces. That's why he walks like that, that's why he talks like that. Oh, Master Luke, you know what I mean? And that's why when Anakin got his big comeback and joined the Jedi Council, he had to get gold plated with you, you know, because you can't have your house nigga looking shabby in front of company, you know? Makes you look poor, it does. Um, that you identify with. Yeah, man, he's from the same, he's nerdy. He's also, he's got a little bit of edge on him because he used to deal drugs. That happens. But like, uh, he also has a, well, he, he used, talks about he 90s. He do stuff. a lot of drugs. Back- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, David, David, no. I think you have me. I did a lot of cheeseburgers. I did a lot of cheeseburgers. I didn't do a lot of, I smoke a lot of weed. But no, it's, uh, but no, I love Brandon Keel, man. I love watching him. I've, he's, I've had the pleasure of, of being able to watch him in a lot of situations. I put him on lively a lot mm-hmm. just to be able to see. Because he, he always changes his stuff. He's always evolving. He's always writing new stuff. Every month he comes out with something new. And sometimes yeah. two times a month he has yeah. a new five minutes. And so just watching somebody work and mm-hmm. grow like that, knowing that that's possible, yeah, that, like that made me work a little harder and also made me go, okay, well, maybe... Like it's possible, you can do it. So uh, I I think I do things in a little bit smaller bites, but it's yeah. nice to it's nice to have somebody to kind of look up to. And he's been mm-hmm. helpful with, uh, you know, between him and James Nim, mm-hmm. they've kind of helped me figure out how to produce a show, yeah. what to do, how to talk to people, watching them host mm-hmm. very casually and comfortably, while also being conversational. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I really yeah, liked. Yeah. Definitely those hosts. I think with James is like he's probably been doing it so long he's like someone to look up to as far as uh hosting yeah and both of y'all if y'all want on the podcast just (laughs) bring your ass (laughs) uh so that's nick's favorite local comic my favorite local comic of 2023 goes to caleb Caleb Collins. collins caleb is i think one of my favorite people to watch uh do comedy it's one of the reasons why i like Fairweather. i think yeah. <laughs> and he's just a nice guy too um but i honestly do think his 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 material is, is very good it's like story he does really good storytelling and very comedic he does good like 
voices within the stories and do you know he just puts a lot of work and i think a lot of thought into mm-hmm. his bits i think that uh and and they just even i i swear i've seen him write like i've been sitting outside with him at fairweather before the show hanging out and while he's smoking cigarettes and just talking to him and having a conversation with and he'll make a joke about something i say and then i'll go in and sit down and then he'll he'll turn what that conversation into a bit <laughs> like, yeah, like 10 better. minutes later you see it happen real time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what yeah. we were just what yeah, he's very talented and it's like and i think that's obviously one small example but i think that he definitely does puts you know a lot of work into a lot of his bits and as i've seen him do that too where he's worked on very long bits as, as storytelling bits and they're always impressive. So I had to pick Caleb Collins for my local favorite comic. My favorite, favorite local comic. or my he's he commits. Yeah. He commits to the bit, and mm-hmm. that's what, dude. I wish I sometimes I'll get into a bit. Yeah. And I'll be like, I need to get out of here. Like I give. It, all right, that sucked. Like I'll stop in the middle of the bit. My yeah. bad. But there's something about no, staying think... in there, hanging in there, and like really seeing what's funny about it. I think too for him it's like I think he's got good observational Mm -hmm. humor really which I think is probably one of my favorite I mean I love Jerry Seinfeld I don't know that they're at all similar but obviously Jerry (laughs) Seinfeld is the observational humor I love that email bit yeah like stuff like that that's uh, those kinds of things he definitely makes you think about things differently like even simple things that he can turn things that wouldn't be very funny like spreadsheets <laughs> to yeah. a really good bit so congratulations Congrats, to guys. Caleb and Brandon next category we're down to our last two categories last two alright next to last category favorite local open mic I my favorite open mic is Fairweather Friends, open yeah. mic. We're all friends, hosted by Caleb Collins every Monday. Yeah, that's a good one. Go out there, eat some pizza. The community is so great out there. I think that it's, that's one of my favorite things is just going. Because I don't really, I performed there a couple of times <laughs> on with Josh when he was still here. Uh, I've never done comedy. But if I did do comedy, that's where I would yeah. go because it's uh, they're so welcoming and like there's lots of uh, new comics that go there and I've seen several people like for the it's like this is their first time ever doing comedy and and it's never like even if they're not good or you know obviously you know you have very varying levels on your first time but it's never that bad and I think yeah. that's a lot to do with support that people pay attention and, and actually you know are receptive to what the person is saying and so I think that's such a great community. Uh, I love going out there every chance I get. I mean, it's hard for me during the week, but uh, I think it's always worth it when I do go. And that they always have a visual art component, and they oh, usually yeah, have yeah. a visual. That's one of my other favorite things to go because I always usually it's like I want to talk to the artists and see what they're doing and yeah. just meet them. And so Caleb does a great job out there putting that and doing it every week. I, like I said before, it's a lot of work, so. Um, congratulations yeah. to We're All Friends Open Mic and what is your favorite local open mic Nick? Uh, my favorite local open mic <laughs> is 
Bricktown Comedy Club. <laughs> um, now, that's only because uh, Looney Bin died. <laughs> I really like oh, Looney Bin stage. Do they have an open mic too? They had one on Wednesday, yeah. and the way they ran it is you showed up. If you didn't get on, then you got a guarantee for the next okay. week. So you could kind of like yeah. uh, leapfrog over. Sometimes people wouldn't show up, and you could get mm-hmm. a chance to get on too. But I really liked Looney Bins. They're gone now. But uh, Looney Bin, I, I know I said Bricktown, but we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I really like Looney Bins because they would allow, they would have the headliner for the weekend headline that night so oh, you would have an nice. open mic with yeah. about eight comedians mm-hmm. you would have i think you would have a feature mm-hmm. and then you would have the headliner and what was great about that is you could watch the comedy they would be they were, when they got done they would be outside and you can talk to them and kind yeah. of discuss comedy and how it works and just what. being on the same stage as them yeah. for that night even though yeah i, I love that uh, but Bricktown comedy. Uh, <laughs> I like I like Bricktown comedy because uh, they're open mic, because it's the the truest way that you'll be. That's what it's like to be in a club. It's the closest you can get mm-hmm. without being actually on the stage <coughs> on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, what I also like is the fact that you're on a stage that Dave Attell's been on, mm-hmm. that I've seen Ari Shafir, I've seen Mark Norman on there. And so when you get up there, you're like, I've. It's just we're all com- comedians, you know. It's that feeling of like, we're all doing it. You know, so I feel like yeah. a real comedian you when can, I'm up there. Yeah, saying. well, you feel like you're on the same level in yeah. a way because you're on. Well, I mean, literally, <laughs> you're on the same level. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. I love it because it feels. I feel like I'm a real comedian. Yeah, there. no, yeah. I think that's a good one. I think because you were talking about how it's it is a real comedy club, and I think that's we don't have very many of those, or if there's only one really. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, hopefully we get another. Yeah, I heard there was another one coming. I think there needs to so, be. Because, there needs to be competition. Yeah, I for think. sure that too. For mm-hmm. and to have like because there's obviously plenty. There's no, um, you know, no missed opportunities to do comedy. I mean, there's tons of opportunities, but to do it on a, in a real club, there's really only one. So yeah. Well, and if, uh, one day I would hope. I know mm-hmm. this, is, this is like way further down the line, but Your I want most to... anticipated thing for 2028. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, the uh, I want to open a club. Yeah. I want Liz and I want to open a club, and we want to call it Nick and Liz's, and mm-hmm. we want to um, make it like a coffee shop on the top, and then you go down in the basement, yeah. and then it's a comedy club, kind of like we did in Colorado. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, it was really nice because they had the bar up top, and then mm-hmm. you can go downstairs, and it was like a whole setup. But that, I, I mean, if we had all the money, that's what we'd be doing right now. <laughs> well, so. that's a good thing to shoot for, yeah. for sure. But, all right, that's, oh, and we had one honorable mention for... Oh, JJ's. JJ's, JJ's Alley, honorable mention. I, I, I have a place in my heart. Because <laughs> that was the first place you ever did comedy. That's the first place I did stand-up, <laughs> and I did great. And then I left, I still told the story. I left and went on my honeymoon. I came back, thought I wrote the best stuff. I showed up and bombed my ass off. <laughs> Some guy laughed at me in the not in the way like yeah. in the way where he's like this guy. He, he was like ha. And I was like I gotta get out of here. And then I didn't come back for eight years. So <laughs> so it was fun. Uh, but yeah, no. Now I every time I get on yeah. that stage, I'm like I'm conquering this. Mm-hmm. I'm conquering. This. Come back and do it. And again. my best bud Leo Mendes is hosting it. So. He runs it. That's Thursday night, guys. Yeah. I know. I need to go out there for that one because I, I, I like JJ's. I, I've been there, you know, for music before, mm-hmm. 
and it's just a cool it seems just like a cool place just to hang out at it's just it nice is. and cozy <laughs> i don't know yeah. they got those couches all in the weird couches on the yeah walls. it makes <laughs> for a weird audience yeah but i think you you learn to have yeah to do it better up there i really do if you yeah. get a laugh at J, if you get a chuckle at JJ's, you'll mm-hmm. get a laugh at Bricktown. Yeah, that's how we see it. Um, they so, do music after too, though. Yeah. So I mean, they're always doing music stuff. I know. Yeah, it's I've seen it hang out there more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are our favorite local open mics. Mm-hmm. Now this is the category we've all been waiting for. Performer of the year. <laughs> Okay, so my performer of the year, and this is a perform somebody I I really I love watching them, the way they move so freely on the stage, mm-hmm. and they feel so in it, comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. They get people going. It's gonna be Will Davis. <laughs> Will Davis, by far one of my favorite people to watch, just because he's man. If you watch him, he's moving. He, mm-hmm. He's he's getting you involved. He, yeah. he gets, stands up. He sits down. I watch. I did. I, had, I did notice that actually. Whenever mm-hmm. I thought it was lively last week, because he was like sitting for a half the set. I don't know. I just because I was taking his picture. So, but yeah, I just yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just he uses the Active. stage. He yeah. uses the stage. He pulls you in by sitting down. And he'll, mm-hmm. you know, another guy that I've seen do this very well is uh, is Chandler Watson. Yeah. But Will Davis by far is just a great performer. He's one of my favorite people to watch at Bricktown. Mm-hmm. And so uh, between him, Brandon, Will Burnson. I mean, and many others, obviously, but you know, they're, they're just really good at being themselves on stage. Yeah. And that's Very what I like to see. and comfortable. I think, well, well I've seen him, uh, we talk a lot about at Rad Bar, and uh, that's a tough crowd for sure, most nights at Rad Bar Comedy Night. and But he's probably done the best that I've seen. I've been there a few times at least, but... He yeah he can control that room. Yeah, he's <laughs> and good at chaos. That's very rare for anyone to be able to do that there. I think. Yeah. So congratulations to Will Davis. Yeah. We hope to have you on soon and teach us how to cook. Yeah. He's down. So. Teaser for a future episode. Who'd you pick? My favorite performer, Urs of the year. <laughs> Go to. The Martin Dufras. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Jeremy and Lauren Martin. We love Some you. of my favorite people that I've known for a while, but luckily got to know more this year. And, and I love supporting them. I think that they're so driven and passionate about their art. And like, I was, like we've said before on this episode... <laughs> They are very driven and very, uh, it's a hard thing to do and the hard thing to keep going and keep, um, keep it up. Well, I think that if we all work together, my thing is like, just let's band together. We can make a successful scene here. And I think they're a part of it. I think that they are a huge leg of that, you know, whenever it's, we start to build it, you know, it's going to be people like them that are going to you know, want to do shows and put shows together and put people together, other, you know, the performers and, and put on unique shows that aren't mm-hmm. just comedy. They had clowns at the last place. <laughs> nice. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I couldn't think of any better performers uh, overall. I mean, 
experienced performers. Yeah, that's the thing. thing. Yeah, I love watching them. I like how they play <laughs> off each other. Mm -hmm. They do. They put on. It's almost like improv and like it, yeah. it has that vibe of just like uh, slash skits. Yeah, yeah. It's just, dude, they're doing it all. Mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, very, and they're always supportive of the community, so that's my favorite thing, mm -hmm. so, because um, they go out to Fairweather almost every week, even if they don't perform. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's been plenty of nights where I see them uh, sitting out there, and I'm like, oh, they can go up. Oh, <laughs> they're just hanging out, because that's, you know, they want to be around and be in the community, so, yeah. Uh -huh. All right, we got one more. Worst performer of the year. No, I'm just <laughs> So those are our best, our favorite performers of the year. Congratulations mm -hmm. yeah. to Will and Lauren and Jeremy. Uh, we will have all of you on the podcast soon. Mm -hmm. That's what you win. Specifically, yeah. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, Will. No, but so that's it for the... Witties. We did. Thank guys. you for watching. Thank you so uh, much. Well, we're not done with the show. But, the yeah, show. Well, <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to our uh, opinions. Yeah. yeah. And the, the know that we love you all. And yeah. hearing us uh, gush over our friends. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but that is. We're very proud of you guys. That is like, yeah. Yeah, that's we're proud why, to be a part of it. That's why I love this show is. Is if I wasn't involved in the community, it's like there would be no show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we would have been done already because we would have ran out of topics. <laughs> I mean, that's why we had the witties. <laughs> so, I mean, we also planned this. <laughs> totally planned this at 7 a.m. today. Yeah. <laughs> you texted me those questions. <laughs> no, this is super fun. Yeah. And something that we're going to continue next year, so... Yeah. We're going to do this anyway, so please uh, watch. So, that's it for the performers. All right. Let's take a quick break. Yep. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs>15th we have our put a cork in it comedy show that's one that i put on uh it's been a really great venue kind of has that real yeah. club like vibe it's downtown on the river um and it's a really great show it starts at 6 30 uh we're gonna have me i'm gonna be hosting we're gonna have leo mendes is gonna have a guest spot will davis is gonna be featuring and julie drake is gonna be headlining she just got done headlining at mm -hmm. bricktown so she's gonna be sharp and ready to go I'm really excited about this. We we had a really good last show, and uh, yeah. and I'd li I've got a lot of people saying they're going to show up for this mm -hmm. one. So uh, so if you guys can make it out, we really appreciate it. And uh, the seats are going fast. Yeah, so it's a smaller yeah. venue, but it, it's great. It's very intimate, and it's it's a fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a super fun show, and I went last month, so I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, uh, put a cork in it. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. That's what the winery is called. <laughs> called. The winery is called Put a Cork in It. Bricktown Winery. That's the whole name. So if you look that up, 
Like uh, I said, it's downtown. So check that out Friday next. Also Friday later that night. Later that night on Friday, 1215. So check out, put a cork in it, and then after that, you can hit up Comedy Night at Rad Bar celebrating one year. Ooh, and it's going to be rad. So that's a very serious production by Adrian Corrin. Mm-hmm. This show is going to have Brandon Killo, um, Niccolo Burkitt, Ava C., and Tyler Barris. Yeah, Tyler Barris. Uh, when I first started, he kind of, uh, I watched him, you know, a little bit, and but he kind of bowed out, and oh, then yeah. he came back. And uh, he came back stronger. Yeah. I don't know how he did that, <laughs> but uh, I saw him at Othello's yeah. last, I think, a couple weeks ago. And man, Othello's is a weird room. Yeah. Because uh, they have a bunch of the high school, or, I mean, college, college kids, yeah. and they do a class there, and they'll use that as a way to to teach the class for comedy uh, for, for, for performance. Oh, okay. For it's like a, I think it's like theater class or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't go to college, <laughs> but. Uh, but he killed them all. It was like yeah. one of the best sets I've seen from anybody do at Othello's and uh, so he's really stepping up if you guys want to see something go watch him at Rad Bar yeah that'll be a fun one that's yeah. a good lineup uh, 12-15 Friday mm-hmm. it's free show it starts at 9pm at Rad Bar in the Plaza District um, one of my favorite districts so that's Friday mm-hmm. Saturday so this Saturday we have at 7.30pm we have Comedy at Pony Boy. Uh, it's going to be a free event. It's going to be. It's another really great venue. Um, it's right above. I want to say Tower Theater. Yeah. It's, well, it's in Tower Theater, sort of. Yeah. It's above, adjacent. Uh, what's the bar? Pony Boy is the bar. Pony Boy is the bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's upstairs. <laughs> but it's adjacent to the Tower Tower Theater yeah. as well as the Bunker Club. Yeah. Yeah. Bunker is there. So uh, it's a really great venue. Um, <clears throat> last time it was a really great show. I Carly had actually brought me up. She oh, was, yeah. yeah, she was just like, hey, you want to do five minutes? And it was like super fun. Um, I think Will Davis is doing this one. Mm-hmm. He's definitely doing 30 minutes, but we don't have a lineup here. But Carly Marissa Dummett actually puts this on, mm-hmm. and uh, she does a really great job with it, and she hosts it. So if you guys get a chance on Saturday, come out to this one, 7.30 p.m. And this is this is a free show, too. Yeah, I wanted mm-hmm. to... I, I remember seeing this last month or last time she did it, and like I was thinking, like, oh... Pony Boy, that's in Tulsa. I can't go to that. And so I just... But I was thinking of Sound Pony in oh, Tulsa. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Sound Pony's doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Pon- oh, I, I could have went. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I was doing anything that night. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right. So this one we've got Saturday, at 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, that's going to be the 16th is the Heart Show. Um at Prelude Coffee Roasters. Uh, event will be from 3 to 7, and all ages are welcome. There will be food and beverages available. Proceeds from this art show will go to charity. Looking forward to seeing everyone there. This is actually being hosted by a guy we grew up with mm-hmm. named Noah Taylor. Uh, he's a drummer from a long time ago. Yeah, I, really, really good drummer. Really good drummer. <laughs> he teaches, but he also yeah. uh, does art as well now. Yeah, so, but, yeah I didn't know. I just kind of came across this on his Facebook. So shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah, bud. It's uh, good to see you again. I'm going to go check this out because I want to talk to him. And I didn't, I didn't even know he was an artist. So I'm excited to see his art and support this event because he's giving away some proceeds to charity. Mm-hmm. 
And that's going to be out in the afternoon. Looks like kind of a 8th Street downtown area. I'm not sure exactly, but look up Prelude, Coffee Roasters. Yeah, it's a great check event. check out this free event. Because mm -hmm. the art looks very cool. Uh, then this is a big show for me because I'm not on it because I'm not a comic. <laughs> but I'm taking the photos because Caleb Collins is hosting a... Comedy Bizarro, a holiday special at Factory Obscura on December 16th, Saturday. The doors open at 7.30 with the show at 8. They have $12 tickets in advance and 15 at the door. So get those tickets. You get to check out um, some of Factory Obscura. I'm sure they'll have some rooms open to look at. This lineup is stacked. Yes. <laughs> Alex Sanchez, James, James Nim, Nim. Oh. Jen, Jen Shamron, Meredith Everett, Natalie Perez, Tyler B. Spears, Rowan Weathers, Wampus Reynolds, and Chandler Watson. Oh my god, that's a killer lineup, dude. So this is going to be a fun event. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, Caleb asked me to do the photos for this event months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm no, he's looking forward to it. I'm, I've been looking forward to it. Uh, check this event out because it's going to be cool comedy at Factory Obscura. It's our favorite thing comedy and art. <laughs> Good. Nice. Uh, the next event. Saturday, December 16th, 2023. It's going to be Cowboy Jr. and Dion Warlock at 51st Street Speakeasy. Uh, looks like $5 cover. Uh, you got to be 21 with a valid ID. And that's going to be at 8 p.m. Yeah, I wanted to just shout them out because Dion Warlock is Electra's band. Very cool. I don't know. We played with them at Vice's. Yeah, we did. They asked us to come out there in the summer. They're cool. I mean, I've seen them a few times, but they're very kind of a old school, kind of a, I don't know, I guess a little bit 90s kind of a punk rock vibe. Very cool stuff and i just want to shout out speakeasy because they're doing more rock stuff so i always want to try and support the rock community cowboy jr i think is a newer band maybe i'm not, I'm not as familiar with them maybe they're, maybe they're out of town I is don't that know. space cowboys baby <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah check out speakeasy for five dollars it's a hell of a deal for a show yeah uh i would check it out but I'm going to be taking photos at Factory Obscura um, last thing Wednesday December 20th the Point A Gallery presents Date Night in 3D in 3D the show that tries to get you laid <laughs> returns Wednesday December 20th it's going to be at Point A Gallery in the 39th Street District, right down the street from my house. Uh, it's $5. Come check out Jen Shamron, Heath Huffman, Will Davis, and Morgan DeMonica. And Will Davis is getting some traction, man. I know. Yeah. I, was, I was happy. He's going to be. I'm very excited for this show <laughs> because the last date night was very fun. Point A Gallery's got a really cool stage in the back of that place. And, um, yeah, I just think that, yeah, the crowd was, it was cool that like they were there for the 
comedy, a lot of interactions. Mm-hmm. I just think I when I saw Will on this show, I was like, I can't wait to see this. <laughs> <laughs> And so, it's the only show that tries to get you laid. Yeah. Yeah. No and, other show and, you know, tries like they do. You know? Yeah. These are some very... I think they give uh, away blue chews, don't they? Uh, no, I'm yeah. just joking. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Those rhino pills? So, yeah. yeah. Check out Date Night with the Martin Duprosts returning for the third date night. Uh, Wednesday, December 20th. $5. <laughs> So that's oh, it. Hold on, hold on. We got one more. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Uh, so I've got a show. Oh, it's yeah. it's going to be December twentieth as well. Oh, it, yeah, it's going to be a free show. It's uh, it's at a place called The Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be with me. JJ Wood hosts that. Um, or he he produces the show. Mm-hmm. So he's like, it's me, Ava C, and then Ashley Watson is actually going to be there too. Mm-hmm. She's really funny. Uh, so it's going to be a great little show if you guys want to come out to that one. Um, appreciate it if you would. All right, All right. That's it. That's it. Guys, thank you guys so much <laughs> for everything. We appreciate you listening and paying attention to our witties, uh, our little <laughs> was, award yeah. ceremony. That's super fun to do. It's just great to be able to like compliment everybody we love. Yeah, so. I think it's it's kind of a nice... I mean, it was a nice thing for me just to think about some of these, you know, these some of them silly categories, obviously, but some of them are really, you know, like, making us think about you know what who has done what i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> look back at the year and see what who's inspired us to you know uh in whatever way so it's, that was a fun little episode and we hope you enjoyed it we had fun talking about our friends and then giving out these awards so yeah thanks for watching um We'll be back next week with a special guest, hopefully, and... It's going to be Julie. Yeah, Julie, Julie Drake, Drake. Julie Drake's coming on next week. So we can't wait to talk to her about comedy, and and uh, she's also on the showcase yeah. on Friday. So we'll get to talk to her about that, and that'll be really fun. So check it out next week. Um, thanks for watching. And that's it. Good night. Peace. (laughs) Bye. All right.